Hi everyone and welcome to the official SLTD WrestleMania predictions. Uh, we're going to come at you this weekend with two separate podcasts, one for night one and one for night two. This is the podcast for our night one predictions. I have been joined once again by Calm and Mike and we are basically going to pull together who we think is going to win, what we think might happen and anything else along the way. But to kind of kick us off, we are aware that apparently SmackDown has become a WrestleMania pre-show of sorts and some matches that should have been on SmackDown, uh, should have been on WrestleMania, I should say, are now on SmackDown for whatever reason. So we're going to predict those two matches as well. Um, now, this podcast will hopefully go out on Friday night. If it doesn't, it's already happened and we just did it for a bit of fun. So we're going to kick off with our predictions for the Fatal 4-Way for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. So in this match, we have the champions who are, uh, I'm assuming these dirty dogs are dirty dogs, um, but yeah. Callum coined them as Rudolph earlier, and that's a much better name. Um, so this, <laughs> yeah. is, this is Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler defending their tag team titles against the teams of the Street Profits, Alpha Academy, so Otis and Chad Gable, and the Mysterio, so Dominic and Rey Mysterio. I'll kick us off, and I think this is just going to be a Ray and Dominic victory. I think they're finally going to put the tag team titles on Ray and Dominic to give them a little bit of a reign. Callum, where are you? What do you think? Yeah, so before we started recording, I had to check with Mike and Adam who the four teams were, and I'm already in Christmas spirit, even though it's about eight months and three weeks away, and um, with Rudolph. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Adam's pick, though, and just say for, for the sake of it that the Mysterios win and can hold the titles maybe until around SummerSlam time where you see Dominic turn on Ray, and then that will lead for a feud for them yeah, in a few months' time. Mysterio versus Mysterio at Survivor Series. Oh, yeah. uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you thinking, Mike? Uh, yeah, I see, I was thinking the same as you guys, but the fact that it's not on Mania kind of makes me think that that's not going to happen now mm. and that they probably are just like, because it would be a bigger deal if like, oh, well, you know, we're going to be uh, father and son tag team champions win at WrestleMania. And technically it's not at WrestleMania. It's on SmackDown. So I kind of feel like the moment is lost there. Yeah. So either, I mean, I'm back and forth. That like it's either gonna be just street profits winning or dirty dogs retaining. Uh so I think I'm gonna go with street profits winning, unfortunately. Okay. Okay. No one for Alpha Academy. No, that's not happening. No. no. Um, we'll do down the line, no, won't it? Um Okay, the second match, and probably quite surprisingly, the match that is on the uh WrestleMania SmackDown is the annual Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, it still surprises me that people call this Armbar. Um, <laughs> it's not even the right acronym. No, it's <laughs> not. So, we have a list of everyone who's going to be in the match. I'll read out the list and then, if I'm honest, we're just going to be picking out a thinner. Um, <laughs> so, in the match, Akira Tozawa Angel Garza, Cedric Alexander, Drew Gulag, Elias, Eric, Gren Matalik, Humberto Carrillo, Jackson Riker, Jey Uso, 
Callisto, King Corbin, Lindsay Dorado, Mace, Murphy, Mustafa Ali, Ricochet, Shelton Benjamin, Shinsuke Nakamura, Slapjack, T-Bar, and Tucker. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, there's literally, like, like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it, it's like, like, first of all, why is Shinsuke in there? Like, what did he do? <laughs> like, Shinsuke, you know, what happened? Like, um, and everybody I'm, else is like, I mean, I don't know. Like, King Corbin's already won one. So yeah. I, he doesn't need to win another one. Ali see, popped into my head. See if they the actually break off. If they mm. actually use this to make somebody, I would be like, okay, that, then I think this person's going to win. But they literally have done nothing with it ever, mm. ever. Yeah, they gave it to Cesaro the first time, and we we're like, oh, this is his time, and nothing happened. Then they gave it to Big Show because he never wins battle royals. Then they gave it to Mojo Raleigh. Look where that went. He's not even in this one. Uh, uh, you know, Matt and Matt Hardy. Matt yeah. Hardy. And, and Baron, Yeah, and Corbin, and Corbin won the one before Mojo Raleigh. And he didn't really do anything until like a year later. And then Braun, <laughs> Braun Strowman won the one. Yeah, 35. Braun Strowman. He 35. screwed Colin Just. Yeah, and then there wasn't one yeah. last year. Yeah, no, yeah. They were, well, that, they that were worried, the be- but there were too many people in the ring. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was the beginning of the pandemic, so they were yeah. like, yeah. "Yeah, let's not have any multi-man matches." Um, okay. I mean, uh, I'm just gonna say Shinsuke. I mean, he's the most logical, right? Yeah. Out of everybody, like either it's either him or I guess a ricochet. Hmm. But I, I I don't even have faith for that. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I'm gonna pick Shinsuke also just to give him something. Yeah. I think I've got more chance picking a grand national winner than a winner hey, in well, this arm. I've had a bet on about six, so <laughs> wow. I think I'm gonna just change the change the tide a little bit and just say Mustafa Ali. Okay, you know, just, just to say Mustafa Ali, I want him to win a match at last. You now he's split from retribution, there isn't much for him to do. Um, but him winning the the armbar, which was I think was like Chris Jericho's fifth move on his 1,004 moves, mm-hmm. um, would be yeah, it'll be something for him to gloat about, I guess. Fair enough. And like Absolutely just to, like first, why why does D- Dijakovic still have T bar as his name? Why does so, <laughs> I I've been thinking about this right. And I think the one way that I think retribution should have worked or would have worked is that, like, say, for example, you get to the point where we were at with, it was Fastlane, wasn't it, where they all turned on Ali. Hmm. Like, as soon as they turn on Ali, just have him pull something out of his pocket, press a button, and they do a little bit of a twitch, and then they all of a sudden, like, obey him. (laughs) And the idea is that, like, because he's the hacker, he's put chips in these people's brains... And that then would... we begin to realise that actually that's Mia Yim, that's Shane Thorne, that's Dominic Dijakovic, that's Dio Madden, and then you get <laughs> them going back to normal after that point. I would you love know, that. Like, it's a little bit far-fetched, but it's wrestling. I, I would love they that. Like, they could do like a Scooby-Doo ending. 
you know, <laughs> take off T-Bar's mask and say, that T-Bar was Donnick Dijakovic all along. I mean, got I along. For that pesky Mustafa Ali. I thought that they would just show up on Raw the next night and be like, this is us. We were never this. And like, yeah. like give them their actual characters back. Because like, like even like Dijakovic was growing his hair out like mm. at that show. Like... Co- coincidentally, these people have disappeared, and we're at, we're we're on now on the main but, roster. But Mia Yim lost her mask in her first match, and we were supposed to pretend that we didn't know it was her. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> She's got makeup on her face. We don't know it's her. No. <laughs> They've not even it's been on TV different. since Fastlane, have they? Nope. Uh, I don't think so. But they're Mustafa, in the battle royal. Ali has, but he lost to Drew, and then uh, that's it. I think. This might be the point, though, where they all actually come out as Dijakovic, Thorne, Madden, you know. Maybe. I mean, but they're still Maybe. listed as those names. So well, that's why there. that's that's why it's weird. And there's, there's so many that we haven't actually seen in ages, probably since the WrestleMania 35 Battle Royal. I <laughs> didn't recognize um, Humberto Carrillo when he came out the other day. He, no, like, he got jacked. He got jacked. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, again. And well, like t- Tucker split from Otis back in October or something, and we thought, oh, they're going to have a Tucker Otis feud, and then one move to Raw, and then that and was about it. He's been on main on main event ever since. Hasn't I don't been have on any Raw. Time in the world to watch main event. Nobody watches main events. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was still going. Uh... <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs> okay, right. Let's actually get into actual WrestleMania predictions then. Um, so at the minute, at time of recording, which we will admit is Friday night, um, there are 14 matches across both nights, seven on each. And we're going to kick off night one with the most recent match that was announced, which was the tag team turmoil. So the winners of this match face Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler on night two for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. Now, just before we get into this, did either of you read what the original plan was for this match? Is it Kay and Carmella? No. So I'm <laughs> oh. going to come to that. I'm going to oh, come no. to that in a minute. Oh no! I think right. I saw it. They were going to have like a sorry to you, you say because. Yeah, well, the original idea, similar to what they did at WrestleMania 15, was that they were going to have a pre-show battle royal for the women, and the last two people in the ring were going to form a tag team and then go on and face Jackson Baszler. Which, I'd actually be fine with that. Yeah. I mean, that mm. that would be different because they haven't done something like that in a while. But I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna say like, I feel like this is the match that should be on SmackDown and not the tag title match. Yeah, but that's just me. I mean, because they mean, could still I, go on and face the winners at night too. Yeah, yeah. but like the fact that you're not having a title match. On Mania, and you're having it on SmackDown. It's just, it's just weird to me. Like, yeah. And you're having this match on Mania, like, and there's really yeah. nobody in this match that anybody really wants to see, except for the Riot Squad and Naomi. Well, this like, is it, it? Um, right. So let's get into our predictions. So the teams that are in the match, there are four teams currently announced to be in the match. So Lana and Naomi, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. The Riot Squad of Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot and Natalia and Tamina. I am going to go first and throw a spanner in the works. And this alludes to something that Callum was mentioning. It appears WWE spoiled this and they spoil a tag team that are going to enter the match quite late. Um, yeah. 
So my pick is none of them. I'm picking Billy Kay and Carmelo. Um, <laughs> just to, just to foresee that they're going to get put in it. And um, there's yeah. also like they could even add other teams if they want, just randomly, which yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. But I mean, who else is there? Peyton has doesn't have a partner at the moment. Um, neither does well, Bailey. So this well, oh. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Yeah, but... we'll do that later. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm picking Kay and Carmella. Um, Callum, who are you thinking? See, I I'm gonna pick someone different, which is a surprise in in these predictions, and go for the Riot Squad. Now, I think all of us on here at least have shown a little bit of support towards the Riot Squad and that they are underrated and underutilised on the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, out of like the other three, three or four teams, they're the only actual tag team there that feel like a proper duo. Um, yeah. To be honest, I think the tag belts were, should have been made for those two and Sarah Logan when she was in the company. So I'm going to go for Riot Squad in this one and then... Just to give you a bit of a preview for night two, I've got them beating Baszler and Jax. Whoa. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, uh, Mike, where are you? I mean, to be fair, I think whoever wins this match is going to beat Baszler and Jax at this point. But um, I see I want I want to pick Riot Squad because they they like as you said are really the only real tag team in this match. Mm. Or the only one that actually feels like a tag team, and they're also the most underutilized. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, the same, I think you could say the same for Dana and Mandy, but they just don't mesh well as a team. Um, to me, I don't know, it just doesn't mm. work. Like, they're only put together because they're both blonde, like, and that's it, that's all Why they have not? in common, that's all they have in common. Um, but yeah, I I think it's going to be Lana and Naomi just because like everything that's happened, even though they haven't really acknowledged it recently, I feel like has been building to this moment for Lana, especially like. Yeah, there's, there's two things that are happening here in this match that I couldn't really put my mind to. One of them was the whole Lana thing. And that if this ends up going to a match with Jackson Baszler, that wraps up that storyline. The yeah. other thing is the whole Reginald issue and Carmella and all that kind of stuff, which is why I'm more inclined to think that Kay and Carmella are going to win to further the whole Reginald thing in the match that happens on night two. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get to night two when we get to night two. The, the thing with like the but, Lana stuff, that feud felt like it was over at the Royal Rumble. I yeah, see. Yeah, I, I want to believe that then, but just because, like, oh, like, yeah, because like Lana got her, you know, got her revenge there by eliminating Naya. But I feel like the ultimate revenge would be taking the titles and hopefully ending the feud because I would hope Shayna and Naya are done by then. Mm-hmm. Like, because why? Why did they team in the first place? But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's really all you can say at this point about this match. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll move on. We'll move on. Um, a match that is surely going to steal the show on night one: um, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. I found this quite difficult 
um because my head went one way and then when i thought about it i thought no actually i'm going to go a different way um i'm going to say cesaro wins this and i think oh this is my fantasy booking head going on again that this is his big wrestlemania win his first singles match at wrestlemania um and he carries the momentum a little bit further and goes on to win Money in the Bank whenever Money in the Bank happens later on this year. Because, again, he would be the epitome of somebody who deserves to win Money in the Bank, and it would do the right thing for his career with it, with it, you know, when he cashes in and wins the world title and all that kind of stuff. So I think he beats Seth Rollins here. Because if we're honest, Seth Rollins doesn't need this win. Like, you yeah. know, I think the person who needs it the most is Cesaro for his career. And, yeah, my pick Cesaro. Mike. Who are you saying? I fully, fully agree with everything that you said. Um, I I listen to a lot of podcasts and the New Day especially talk up how good Cesaro is. And everybody talks up how good Cesaro is. They think that like he is like the best. He might be the best overall worker in the entire company. That's how, how much praise his, his co-workers give him. And you can see that in his work he he's deserved this opportunity for the longest time and like you said this is his really first official singles match at mania i mean he had a he had a pre-show match last year but like this is his first like actual feud going into mania where it means something and he's facing somebody that you know is a a name opponent and it I, I feel like if I, I mean, and a lot of people have said like, oh, his his chance is just having the match, but also like him winning would mean that he has, you know, momentum and that he beats somebody that really he people would say like he wouldn't have beaten that mania ever mm. at, at, at one at one point in his career. And I, um, yeah, uh, everything. I, I fully agree. He should win, and I'm I'm also going to pick Cesaro. Um, and I would love for him to win Money in the Bank, um, as long as they don't do something stupid like they did last year. <laughs> yeah, don't do that again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Callum, who are you picking? Said so two things beforehand. I was ready worried that Mike was going to basically talk up Cesaro all the way, say that he fully expects him to win, he should win, which is why I'm going to pick Rollins. Um, oh, and then when, yeah. when you said this match is going to steal the show, I was thinking Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. <laughs> um, but now going on to this one, um, it feels feels weird to say that Cesaro is in line for a push and deserves you know, so much more when he's been in the company for near to 10 years now. Now, he'd had a similar trajectory in a way to like a Kingston who's been in the company for such a long time and really hadn't received that that main event push that he deserved. Um, and, you know, Rollins has already had a couple of mania moments, so he doesn't need an, he need another win. So I'm going to take Cesaro and agree with both of you that he should probably win the money in the bank. So but I just hope they just don't screw the money in the bank like they have done the last few years. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that, see that is always a concern. Uh, yeah. I just wanted I just wanted to add like having crowds 
in the, for this show is going to play a big factor in I, I think how they book especially people like Cesaro going forward because mm-hmm. that whole Kofi Kingston run happened because of the reactions he was getting yeah. and that has played into a lot of the storylines this year like because Otis was made at one point mm. and that was because the crowd was behind him but then you saw how he how he worked without a crowd and how that react not having that reaction hindered him a lot and i feel like with this the fact that we will have crowds at least 25,000 people for each show um that it will be loud enough to see that cesaro will get that reaction and deserve that opportunity yeah yeah but it's incredible know, to think that a year ago otis was in a marquee match against ziggler and then a year later yeah. he's not even going to get the chance of performing in front of a crowd yeah yeah because it, the whole the whole fan reaction thing is absolutely right and apt that mike was saying because you know it happened with kofi it happened with brian um we wonder who else it might have happened to last year um, I I do think crowds would have eventually soured on Otis and carrying money in the bank, and I, I think agree. that maybe WWE, yeah. you know, preempted that and made the change as they made the change. Um, anyway, right, we'll move on to the next one. Um, quite a rare match to happen at a WrestleMania, and I think it is the first time since WrestleMania two, um, where we have a steel cage match at WrestleMania, um, and this is Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman. Now, my pick, bear with me, is Shane McMahon. And the reason why I think it's going to be Shane McMahon is because I've gone against every kind of logical booking sense and sensibility that I have, and I know that WWE goes for, which is that for weeks, Shane McMahon has called Braun Strowman stupid. He's slimed him. Um, he's done all these other things and he's been really cruel to him and he's bullied him, which typically means by WWE standards that he will get his revenge at WrestleMania. He will get his revenge at WrestleMania, but his revenge will be throwing Shane McMahon through the cage or over the top and onto the outside, which by proxy means that Shane wins, but Braun stands tall. So I think technically Shane wins, but Braun has his he doesn't have his hand raised, but his music plays out when he leaves the arena of his own accord because he's absolutely decimated Shane McMahon. Um, which then wouldn't end the feud because then Shane would come out on Raw and go, I Told you you were stupid because I won the match because of how stupid you were, and then it carries on. Um, so yeah, that's why I think Shane's gonna win. Um, Callum, what do you think? Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> Shane falls off something. At the at every mania, you know he's going to fall yeah. off the top of the cage and through the announcers' table, and then like next night on Raw he'll appear in a wheelchair or something, and call Strowman stupid, and their feud will continue. Hooray! Fight with Pundit. Um, like everybody else, I've kind of gone back and forth about this match. Um, and as I I have discussed. Uh, heavily in recently in articles that I've written I hate that this match is happening <laughs> and I I don't care who wins at all but 
going off of what you guys said, I feel like that is too obvious. Okay. I feel oh. I, I, I feel like that's exactly what WWE wants us to think is going to happen. And I think that there will be a spot where like they're both on top of the cage or something, and Braun is about to throw him on the table, and he realizes that he's going to do that and lose and actually throw him back in the ring and win. Okay. But but also I think that this match would would favor like doing like a like a St. Valentine's Day massacre type deal where they fight outside the ring for the majority mm. before the match even starts and break the table then and Braun just wins mm. because I don't want this feud to continue at all because <laughs> I don't even <laughs> I yeah, don't even want it no. to happen I, but I feel like that is what sh- that's what I think should happen but what you what you both said is just so WWE mm. <laughs> yeah uh, well, this is it and you know because again very similar to St. Valentine's Day Massacre you could always have the spot where Braun throws him into the cage and the cage just swings open and he jumps down, you know. Um, I mean, I, I I would prefer just the opening part where they're fighting outside at first, mm. not the ending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah, we'll move on from that one. Um, an interesting match for the WWE Tag Team Championships. So, uh, the Raw Tag Team Championships, I should say. So these are current champions of the New Day, so Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston, defending against the team of AJ Styles and making his in-ring debut, almost. Um, I've said this before on this podcast, that I'm gutted that we don't have a ladder match so that Styles can stand on almost his shoulders and get the belt down. Um, So Mm -hmm. instead we'll have this. And I think there's only... Right. And again, this is in my head. The abrupt switch of the tag titles from the Hurt Business to the New Day to then straight away there being no recompense for for the Hurt Business. The Hurt Business then split up um, and we go straight into a program between New Day, AJ Styles and AJ Styles' bodyguard. I think we're getting new tag champs here and I think it's going to be AJ and Omos. Um, because, number one, I'm, I'm really interested to see what Almost does. Um, I'm wondering if he is just going to be kind of like your traditional heavy lifter powerhouse. But some people seem to be of the understanding that he can land a drop kick. Um, so I'm very, but I mean, if he does a drop kick, he's surely just going to kick over the heads of Kofi Kingston and Xavier <laughs> Woods. Um, so it's, there's not going to be much point there. Um, but I, I can imagine something happening where like AJ does most of the work, almost gets a, a late tag in and just decimates the two of them, wins. And yeah, we go from there basically. So I'm saying new tag champs here. Um, Mike, what are you thinking? Uh, yeah, I think we're also going to get new tag champs. Um, I was kind of upset at first that this is what AJ is doing at Mania. I mean, that's nothing against the New Day because I love the New Day, but I feel like AJ has had a sing- he's had a singles match at every Mania he's been in, um, and it's been like considered a marquee match. I don't consider this a marquee match, but I consider like 
AJ can have a good match with anybody, and so can Kofi and Xavier. Mm-hmm. Um, the the whole point of this match is to get almost in the ring for the first time on a big stage. Um, they they want us to forget that he's had matches before in a costume, but <laughs> he didn't really do anything there. He kind of just, you know, was dressed as a ninja. <laughs> um but uh yeah i i think that 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 makes a lot of sense aj will do a lot of the work here uh and then almost will probably just uh finish it off do that choke slam that he did on raw the other day uh i don't i mean i don't know what else he has that's really all he's I I I I probably could see him having a very Kevin Nash esque move set mm. where he doesn't mm. do a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, pretty much. But uh, yeah, I mean, we don't know like how we have to. See, uh, I I assume he has like no motor at all, being that I don't big. Know. I I mean, he is very young. Player. He is very yeah. young. He is very young, and yeah, he was a basketball player. So, I mean, it's possible that he's very athletic for his size, but it's also possible that he isn't because most people that big aren't. Um, so we well, don't know. We, I mean, yeah. we could have a great Kali situation on our hands, or we could have, you know, early career big show. You never know. That that would be quite good. Yeah, yeah. I would prefer that. I would prefer. Uh, a, a oh yeah. 20, I don't want the you know. Great Omos. Yeah, no. So we'll see. <laughs> I, I, but yeah, I think the new day. The new day is a, like they don't need to win. They're they're untouchable. Like at this point, they're the greatest tag team in WWE history at this point. And they're they're like they're like untouchable even in in a loss. So, and they'll just win it back. They'll just win it back at some point and be twelve time champions or whatever number they're up to now. Why not? Um, (laughs) At some point, I think that's the main the main goal and focus of the new day is for them to just win tag titles rather than hold tag titles for a long time because they've already done that in the last few years. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to go Stars and Omos as well. And, you know, even though this isn't the marquee match that I think we all would have wanted Stars to have, I think it's still going to be one of the better matches from the Raw side of the roster because there really isn't a lot that they've got on offer. Mm. Um, but, you know, with, you know, Woods, Kingston, Stars, you're all going to get, you know, a good match out of them. Yeah, they're going to they're make it work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Definitely. I mean, you know that Kofi, Kofi and Xavier can bump, like, bump their asses off for, mm. for almost, and you know that they can already. You already know that they can work well with AJ. So yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm waiting for the bit where Callum's internet picks back up and catches up with where we are. Uh-huh. Um, right. We'll we'll jump into. Uh, the next tag match um, in the hope that Callum catches up a little bit. Um, I don't know if he can hear us, hear or see us anymore. Oh, no, nah. there we go. Uh, He'll make no, his he's... way back in in just a second, I'm sure. Why am I only seeing my, I'm only seeing my picture? 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, maybe it's because you're on the screen now, so I don't have to oh, see there your you picture. Go. Yeah, because oh. you're the only one here. It's only me. It's only yeah, me. Yeah, so... <laughs> Right. Uh, well, we'll do Bunny Priest, Ms. Morrison, and we'll see when Callum <laughs> re-enters the room what his yeah. pick is. Um, yeah, so this is um, the what is being pitched, I would say, is one of the marquee matches. Um, so the team of the Miz and John Morrison versus Bad Bunny and Damien Priest. Um, I can only see this going one way, and that is Bad Bunny and Damien Priest. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a celebrity match, a marquee celebrity match, Mania. That immediately means the celebrity is winning, um, yeah. unless it's a battle royal. Um, but they were they were basically booked as heels in that one. But um, but yeah, Bad Bunny is going to win this match. I, I assume by pinning Miz <laughs> because that's been the focus of this. Um, I'm very happy that they made it a tag match because I was very and it wasn't even it was for a multitude of reasons. The main reason was I wanted Damian Priest to have the spot because he deserves that. But yeah. the other reason is because I had no, I had no faith, zero, like zero percent that Miz could carry this match. I hope himself. Bad Bunny surprises us because we've had all these reports that he's been at the PC and that you know obviously he's been on Raw every week. And yeah. all this kind of stuff. So I do I, hope that there's something there. I would I would add that like, because I've seen a lot of like people complaining about like celebrity, you know, integration in this stuff. WWE obviously wants that for the market. This is for, you know to get the Latin market up, and to get people who don't watch wrestling who love Bad Bunny to watch wrestling, and that's mm-hmm. fine. They're going to do that every year, but um. I would not lump Bad Bunny into that the category of celebrities that are just here for a paycheck. I would I would put him in the category of this is a very good integ- this is like one of the best if not the best integration of a celebrity in a wrestling storyline. He um he cares about wrestling, he's a wrestling fan. He has a song called Booker T. I mean he obviously cares about wrestling and wants to be here and wants it to work and wants whatever he's doing to matter instead of just being there for the paycheck. And yeah, like you said, he's been in the, uh, the performance center and actually working to have a match and do, do well in the match. So. Hopefully. Um, Yeah. I mean, we had Callum back for a second and now he's gone again. So yeah. I'm assuming though, I'm I'm fairly certain I can speak for Callum on this that he's gonna say Bad Bunny and Damien Priest. Um but yeah. we'll ask him when he's back in the room. Um right, let's get to arguably the two biggest matches on night one. So we'll kick off with the WWE championship match between Drew McIntyre and Lashley. And I think this is another one that you can easily go back and forth on. Um I I was um, see. I'm I'm not even convinced myself right now. Part yeah. of me is going down the route of it's going to be McIntyre because the only reason why he lost it to Miz, Miz lost it to Lashley, and now they're facing is so that he can get the reaction. But I feel like because that's been reported online, and because that's apparently the way that they're going with things, 
are they really going to scupper Bobby Lashley's title reign just so that Drew McIntyre gets a crowd reaction? Uh, see, I, like you said, everybody's kind of back and forth on this one. And I think it really comes down, comes down to the reaction in the, by the crowd. Cause I want to believe that they don't know who's going to win this match and that mm. they call it in the ring and okay. that Vince, and that Vince McMahon, like, you know, like tells the referee in his ear, like tell them that this is the winner, you know, mm. because they're not sure who's going to get the reaction that they want. Um, yeah. I have, I've heard that like, you know, Drew has said in interviews that he wants to be like the first person to hear the crowd. Like, so I would actually be completely okay with this match being the first match on mm. the main card like the yeah. match that kicks off the show mm-hmm. because I feel like Drew has earned that. I feel like Drew has carried the company on his back despite his booking not being great because he, I mean, as soon as he won the title, he's like, I want to face people who deserve it. And he literally faced nobody that deserved it yeah. except for, except for Randy Orton mm-hmm. at the time, Randy Orton did deserve it because he was on a roll. They just did it wrong. Um, everybody else didn't deserve it. He he faced he faced Seth Rollins at Money in the Bank, lost at Mania. He he already faced Lashley at Extreme Rules, lost at Mania. Dolph Ziggler wasn't even on TV, and got a title shot. Yeah. So, and then he had that six month feud with Randy Orton and four really? five title matches five title matches and it it was just like i don't think that that was fair to him like he deserved better but we're also asking that too much of them to actually make people and people who deserve title shots because wwe doesn't know how to do that anymore because they just 50 50 everybody so Yeah, it's it's I, it's really difficult. I want to say that I want to say that Lashley should win, but I don't think he will because there's no other faces on Raw yeah. who deserve a title shot mm-hmm. at all. There's more heels that you could build up than there are faces right now. Yeah, because. Um, if Lashley wins, who's he going to face at, like, say, Money in the Bank, which I think is next? Um, who? Because unless you know? it's just McIntyre again, there's, there's like, Riddle, if he's, st- if he's not US champ anymore. But then, like, what do you do? In La- you know, you've, we've already had Lashley Riddle for the US title. Yeah, um, exactly. So that's kind of why I think McIntyre is going to win, because there's more chance of him actually having somebody to face that yeah. th- that they could book. I mean, again, that doesn't really seem to matter because they just book losers into title matches. So I could be completely wrong. And yeah, Riddle could lose the US title, which we'll talk about later, and then just challenge Lashley again. But I don't think that that's what they want to do. Because even when it when Orton comes out of the whole fiend thing, is he a face? Is he a heel? Would he face Lashley? Do we get him and McIntyre again? 
uh, you know, yeah, Raw yeah, is a and, bit of a and, spinning circle. And, and who else is there? Yeah. Sheamus? Like Braun Strowman? No. Yeah, no. I mean, um, so yeah, I'm going to pick Drew just for that reason alone. Yeah, you've convinced me. I'm going to go Drew as well. Um, just just because I feel like it seems like the right thing to do, and ultimately, I don't I don't know if they've got not that they've not got faith in Lashley as champion, but I watched a bit from Raw last week where when the Hurt business split up, and I just I did not believe Lashley as champion like at all. Yeah, um, and the whole like splitting the Hurt business up makes me go the other way and makes me think, well, surely then they are putting stock in him as champion because they've split his faction up and they're getting him off alone with MVP. But that means nothing, really. Um, yeah, and I, I just thought that was the wrong thing to do, and apparently everybody thinks that. Even yeah, even MVP and Lashley don't, didn't want that to happen. So Cause it definitely they, shouldn't have happened. Yeah, no, not at all. And, no. like, also, like, they had that match where Lashley beat Cedric and and Shelton, where if he beat them, they were banned from ringside. Mm. That completely doesn't matter now. Yeah. Why'd you even, why'd you have that match and then do this? Like, why? And, and people are going to say like, oh, well now they can, now they can be at ringside because technically they're not in the hurt business. That's not mm. how that rule works. <laughs> That's oh, it's just yeah, because yeah, that's not how their rule works. They're 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 always banned from ringside. It's just they're not in the hurt business anymore. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know. I none none of it makes sense. Any but what does in WWE? (laughs) Um, yeah, that's it, and it not much, right final then because if we ask Sasha Banks Sasha Banks says this is closing night one and this is main event in night one Um, I think it should do it should despite how bad the build has been (laughs) yeah but if if we're going for hopefully what I think is going to happen at the end of it then it makes more sense Um, I think this is very cut and dry I think this is Bianca um, and that she's going to win because they they want to build Bianca and they have built Bianca and given Bianca her first reign, yeah, I think she's beaten Sasha here. Um, what do you think, Mike? Yeah, I, I fully agree. Um, they, I mean, they have a habit of going into these matches, making them seem like a big deal. When you know the winner of the Royal Rumble, they are fully prepared to be the star and everything, and then they lose. They have a habit of doing that. They did it with Shinsuke. They, you know, they they did it with a bunch of people. Um, but yeah, Bianca, I feel like needs to win here. Um, and I'd be fine with them having a rematch at the next pay per view. I, you know, I'd be fine with that as long as they don't have any other matches before that match (laughs) um but yeah like the build the build to this match has not been great um the whole reginald thing why uh bianca's losing tag matches to tamina 
Sasha's getting pinned by Nia at th- at two different pay-per-views. You immediately are like, it, it felt like Vince McMahon was trying to sabotage this. Mm. It, it felt like he didn't want it to be the main event. And this was his way of saying like, see, they're losers. Both of them. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't know if that's true, but it feels that way. Like, why Bianca shouldn't have lost a single match? No. Not one. Not one match going into this. Sasha shouldn't have lost a single match. They never should have lost any matches, either of them, because you want this match to mean something. You want this match to matter. It's going to be your main event, supposedly. So why would we want to see the champion and her challenger who beat 30 other 29 other women to get here losing to Tamina losing to Nia Jax At would you have point, a, would you have them go in as tag champs tag champs then or would well, it, would you have had it like I wouldn't have had I wouldn't have had them team ever Fair they never they never should have teamed they need to stop putting the singles champions against the tag champions and booking them into a corner. They That's exactly what they did. They booked them into a corner. It's like, oh, you either have the singles match. That, like, And I, obviously, if they had to have the tag title match, be in the tag title match, I would have preferred if they had won and then had this match on night one and then still had the tag title match on night two mm-hmm but there would be some dissension there. I would have preferred that because at least they wouldn't have both lost tag matches coming into Mm. this match. But I would have preferred that they never teamed and never had any losses coming into this match because that's the way you're supposed to book these things. A strong champion, a strong challenger, and then they face and you find out who the best one is. That's how they should have booked this. But yes, Bianca absolutely should win even though it's very possible because WWE loves to do this for whatever reason where Sasha wins and Bianca has to has to work from behind again <laughs> and no I, I think yeah I think this one but yeah quick. I'm still I'm yeah. still picking Bianca um Calm's back in the room yeah Maybe. it feels like uh because I gave my prediction of Mustafa Ali, it seems like he took over my laptop. <laughs> um, oh, Callum, we're on night two. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's the end of the predictions. Um, I I don't know whether you got the the Styles Omos prediction. Uh, I'm assuming you've said Styles and Omos. I did say Styles and Omos, and I had right. a very impassionate speech, which was abruptly cut off. You were cut um, off. <laughs> yeah. It was my Oscar. It was my Oscar nomination speech. <laughs> Um, and I briefly heard um, Mike talk about Bad Bunny versus Miz and Morrison before my next uh, incident happened. Um, so, right, we'll, we'll I'll, go for Bad Bu- I'll go for Bad Bunny and uh, Priest in that one. I thought you were going to. Uh, yeah. I said, I'm going to speak for Callum. I think he's going to go for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, let's do Bianca Sasha then, because I feel like you're going to say Bianca. Yeah, I'll take Bianca, and I think you know I caught a lot of what Mike was saying, and you know it just seems the usual trope in WWE right now is to have your two you know challengers or champions in the women's title to go after whoever the tag champions are, and yeah. usually the tag champions still win. 
mm-hmm. you know, and you know that hasn't protected Bianca or Sasha or even Asuka or Rhea at all in the past few weeks. No. Um, you know, and that again, it doesn't help the rest of the tag division either because we were talking about the tag match that they've got earlier on on night one, and they've got four, possibly five teams where a couple of them don't even make sense. Because you know, so I do want it's, the whole women's division has been affected massively by the tag titles being um introduced because of who has been involved you know I do it love, it's only been like I do four love, six same competitors yeah i do love the fact that they've gone to they've, they've used the tag titles to go all right so bianca and um sasha are going to team together and they're going to face the tag team champions right we're going to do that we're going to do that again we're going to do it twice right mm-hmm. this is the build towards a wrestlemania match and then Rhea comes up and they go, well, how are we going to build to Rio and Asuka? Oh, I know. Let's get the tag team champions. Let's let's give them a ring and they can come over and they can do that. But they can do it really, really quick. They can do it in two weeks. Whereas, you know, Sasha and Bianca did it in two months. Mm. Oh, don't it's worry. Ridiculous. I have a, I have a diatribe about that too. Well, they did, oh. they did something in 2007 with Sean and Cena um, becoming mm-hmm. tag champs. But that felt like it almost worked because they at least were tag champions for a few weeks before their Mania match and Cena kind of came in in Sean's defence after Triple H got uh, knocked out or knocked down. Um, But a lot of this just hasn't really made much sense. You know, Bianca Sasha should have been a WrestleMania main event. I mean, it might still be, but it should have had such a far superior build. Just build it between two of the best wrestlers on the planet. Instead, they've included someone who likes to sell cheap wine and you know the tag champions, and it's not really made much sense. So I'll well, say Bianca wins, but it's not been as good of a, a feud as it should have been. Mike and I are of the opinion that this is going to main event night one. Um, we did do Drew and Lashley, and um, we were umming and ahhing a little bit, um, but both ultimately went for Drew. Who are you picking for Drew and Lashley? Yeah, I'll, I'll take Drew as well. I think he's okay. going to get that mania moment that he was going to get last year in front of a crowd. And it's almost going to be like a, a reward for the past 12 months of, you know, steadying the ship on Raw, you know, given yeah, that, that, that moment. That was, that was most of my argument, but also the fact that there's literally no faces to face Lashley. Yeah. <laughs> there's barely any heels to face Drew. That's the problem as well. You know, he's gone through all of them. The, the They've had Lashley is, is and there... Drew feud for six months. Uh-huh. Shane McMahon versus Drew McIntyre. Oh, uh. I mean, just <laughs> ring, ring the Jeff Hardy phone. Everything will be fine. I don't even want. Um, I, I don't even want Shane on my screen, let alone <laughs> in matches. <laughs> right. Let's um. Let's recap then to kind of give our official predictions, which have all been pretty straightforward. I think clear cut. Um. So the tag team turmoil. We all pick different teams. Um, so K Camella, Riot Squad, Lana Naomi, um, Cesaro Rollins, we're all in the hopes that it's going to be a Cesaro win. AJ Styles and Omos are going to win the tag team championships if you go by our rulings. Um, it looks like we're thinking Shane, um, Mike doesn't want many shenanigans going on in this match, or the kind of reverse shenanigans, we should say. <laughs> um, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest going to be Miz Morrison. Drew McIntyre is going to win the WWE Championship from Lashley, and Bianca is going to win the SmackDown Women's Championship from Sasha Banks. Um, so that is kind of it for our night one predictions. So 
this is going to go out probably Friday night. Um, so enjoy night one tomorrow. Um, there is one thing I want to plug on the end of this night one prediction. Obviously, we are going to bring you our night two predictions in a separate podcast. Um, and that is that since lockdown started last year, um, Hooked on Wrestling, who you may be familiar with if you're in the UK, they usually do parties and they usually do um, kind of SummerSlam parties, WrestleMania parties, things like that. They've not been able to do that all year round because of the pandemic, because of COVID and because of everything causing. So what they've kind of done instead is they've been hosting quizzes on a Sunday night on Facebook at eight o'clock. Um, and I've taken part in every single one of them. Um, and they're doing a bit of a bumper weekend this weekend for WrestleMania. So I just thought I'd give them a, a bit of a shout and a bit of a plug. So Saturday, so night one of WrestleMania, they're celebrating what they call Wrestling T-Shirt Day or Wear a Wrestling Shirt Day. So they're asking people to donate to Make-A-Wish um, and basically hashtag Wrestling Shirt Day and take a picture of yourself wearing a wrestling T-Shirt, which usually for me is most days, um, but it will definitely be for <laughs> WrestleMania. Um, I've got a new new one ready and ordered to celebrate the fantastic WrestleMania 25 match between Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. Uh, so I'm going to be wearing that with pride and posting my picture during the day on Saturday. Um, and then they've got something uh, at the end of the night, which is a fans bring the bring your questions quiz on the Saturday night at eight o'clock on Facebook, where if you donate to make a wish, um, you can submit a question that will be asked during the quiz and the, the fans will answer. Um, Callum knows my question. Um, I'm not going to reveal it now. I'm going to tell Callum off podcast, um, but it's one of the questions that I pitched to Callum a couple of weeks ago when we lost Ty for an episode and didn't really know what else to do with ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> um, and they also have something happening on the Sunday night as well, but I'm going to share that in our night two predictions because that makes a little bit more sense. Um, so we're going to wrap it up. We are going to speak to you again very, very soon uh, with our night two predictions, but enjoy WrestleMania night one. Um, and from the three of us, this is it for now, but we will see you with our night two predictions tomorrow. Tomorrow.